or the seizure of the control of criminal and unconstitutional activities. It is more than a crime, the report says. It is state capture. On that note, let me welcome Melusi Ngala, who is senior researcher at Corruption Watch. Uh, Melusi, good morning to you. Thanks for your time today. Uh, good morning, Cathy, and good morning to the SAFM listeners. When we look at this aspect of evidence in light of um, you know, the, the Zondo Commission, it's been three years now in that these gentlemen would have been before the commission giving their evidence. It boggles the mind why it is that there would still be no form of investigation into the allegations that they have made. And clearly, no accountability in as far as trying to find the suspects who were not only behind the threats against their lives, but in all likelihood could well be the same people responsible for the other killings that took place related to this project. Yeah, so we can only hope that um, law enforcement will indeed follow up on these allegations um, to gather further evidence. But further to that, I think it's, um, it's, Testimony to the struggles that whistleblowers are facing uh, currently in South Africa, and the fact that we really need to do a lot more to beef up our whistleblower mechanism um, and to ensure whistleblower safety, because even uh, people who are willingly going forward with information, for them to be um, maligned and attacked in the manner that they often are, um, it's simply um, it is deeply concerning, and that's one of the things that we primarily, primarily are concerned uh, about as corruption watch. When we look at how the commission is responding to this, you know, um, part of what they've said is that the commission must ensure that all deaths, death threats and acts of violence and threats of violence around this project in particular must be investigated. But they're now also wanting to establish an independent team that is under the leadership from outside the free state to investigate that matter. I mean, that in and of itself says that the commission has absolutely no confidence in the uh, investigative structures, in particularly the free state, to be able to investigate this matter and get to the bottom of it and see that justice is served. I think it's testimony of time that we find ourselves in, um, the fact that, um, you know, our institutions, uh, particularly law enforcement, um, are under-resourced, in some instances, hollowed out due to uh, corrupt activities. Um, but also, uh, we don't have, apparently, the technical skills to actually pursue these cases. And um, in light of the fact that politicians use these institutions for their own battle, it's also very concerning. So uh, it comes as no surprise then that a commission of this caliber would the reason that it's perhaps better to find an independent entity um, that would pursue allegations of threats and death um, being made against, or death threats being made against whistleblowers. What role do you think that that plays in helping to curb current and potentially even future corruption? Because if there's a continued culture 
of lack of accountability. Certainly, there's nothing that stops somebody who wants to do wrong from continuing to do so because, well, they not only uh, have gotten away with it previously, but they just look and think, well, uh, there's a high likelihood I might get away with it again. Yeah, but accountability is also a cultural aspect, you see. So, um, yes, we need law enforcement and the perfect and the right legislative framework that will um, come into play when someone is accused of wrongdoing. But beyond that, we need ethical leadership, people with integrity, that will be able to um, identify situations, especially if they've been fingered to be doing wrong, to step aside and say, I want to let you process take place so that we can get to the bottom of it. So it's about what kind of um, uh, leaders do we have in society, what kind of behavior and attitude do we embody as a society when it comes to dealing with issues of corruption and criminality in general. One of the recommendations made by uh, Justice Zondo is that there must be a permanent commission and this commission, will its work will be to continuously probe and expose state capture and corruption and that any individual really should be able to be brought before this commission and be held accountable. Almost like an oversight body, you know, that um, would effectively investigate anybody, including the executive. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I haven't read, um, reached that part of the report. Um, so, you know, it's interesting that the commission found that there needs to be another institution um, that, which then begs the question what currently the thoughts of the existing institutions that are um, tasked with the responsibility of holding power to account. Um, for example, Chapter 9 institutions, 10, Chapter 10 institutions, the legislature and its various committees. Uh, so we, we also need to be wary of not um, just creating structures for the sake of doing so with the belief that something new is going to happen. Perhaps it's just a matter of tweaking what we currently have and ensuring that we have um, people of authority, people with integrity, and people that are honest in these positions. And and your general impressions uh, as Corruption Watch about what has uh, come out of this final report? Um, you know, we, uh, Corruption Watch is um, quite impressed by the fact that the Commission adopted one of the recommendations that the organization made in relation to leadership appointments. Um, this is work that we've been doing since uh, 2016, where we have been calling for transparent and accountable and um, way, uh, clear processes in which uh, people in Chapter 9, 10, and other entities of the state are appointed. And so to see that the commission has um, impressed upon parliament to adopt this as a way forward, it's very, very encouraging. And hopefully this is what's going to happen going forward because we need processes that are independent and that are transparent and where we can have full participation by members of the public in, ensuring, um, in making sure that the people that are appointed to these critical positions are people of integrity and honesty. 
at the same time, we, we cannot have that progress um, when it comes to the fight against corruption if uh, our institutions, you know, that we've been speaking about are not at a place where they are actually doing the work that practically helps to fight corruption. Yeah, yes, um, I would agree so, Cathy, but we can't understate the, the importance of a thorough democratic process mm. um, to take place where we have um, people, people like yourself, um, me and, and your listeners, participating in shaping how our institutions look like and how they operate. All right. Milusi Ngala is a, re- a senior researcher at Corruption Watch. Uh, thanks for your time on the talking point this morning.